Today on the Mike O'Mara Show. You, you lost your DVD, sir, that I, that I gave you that I dropped off in your special mailbox? I think yeah. it's on the top shelf, but I can't reach uh, it. Uh, sir, I've got a thumb drive to back up. Uh, you just put this on the side of your computer. It'll be fantastic. You're going to love this one, sir. Uh, six nipple shots. Six nipple shots that you're going to truly, truly enjoy, including that uh, that redhead you like so bad. It's going like to be that. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put on both hands. Put it in my hands. <laughs> Don't drop it, sir. It's very heavy. It's very heavy. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh Herzog never did this for me. And scene. Oh, well, you can say. You can say. He's having uh, Testino pizza rolls, and Ooh. he had to have a thing of. A spoonful of Nutella. Uh, I had to. With the pizza yeah. rolls? Ooh. No, Chocolate pizza. That. Separate. All right, so, all right, get out of here. All right, I'm talking to mommy. Bye, you big jerk. Thank you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all that and more. The Mike O'Mara Show starts now. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. Today's episode of the Mike O'Mara Show is brought to you by our bonus packages. Please go to MikeO'MaraShow.com and click on the bonus banner. You'll get access to all of our bonus content, and even better, you'll be helping out TMOS. So please, quit sucking, and we thank you. Available on demand every day in iTunes and the Google Play Store and around the world on MikeO'MaraShow.com. What more can we do for you? It's the Mike O'Mara Show. Try to remember the first day of September like so many first days when Oscar was running late again. Uh, hi, welcome is to the Mike Is that song from show. the Fantastics? I don't know. I don't know. I believe know, it is. It does it open to a larger screen? Try to remember the first of September. Blee, blah, blue, blee, blue, blah, blah. blah. Uh, you know, September, uh, many people's fancy turns to uh, football. Right football on. in America. And, of course, we no longer have that team we used to have in Washington, D.C. We now have the Washington football team. And right. one would think with the uh, season upon us that we would be getting ourselves truly ready for the uh, the gridiron and not necessarily the case in Washington, D.C. As finally... Um, one might say the chickens have come home to roost regarding our owner, Daniel Schneider, which exactly. I used to get yelled at from pronouncing the name incorrectly. It's Snyder, but I Snyder. like to say Schneider. Dan Snyder, uh, many, 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 many moons ago, when he took over the team, most of people in the broadcast business kind of thought he was a, sh a shady guy, not the nicest guy. And then over the years, now, it didn't matter at all to the fan base at that particular moment. Let me tell you why. Because the fan base was all excited because they had a new owner and they wanted to, the, to win, win, win. And this owner was a fan first. And he ran his team like a fan. He ran his team like a fantasy fan. And he would go out and get the most expensive 60-year-old players that you could get on your football team. <laughs> like it was and shiny and new. He wore a Redskins belt buckle. He threw money. There wasn't a problem he wouldn't throw money at. I was no, no, there. No, no, hold on. There was a problem. He would, he wouldn't throw. He would buy expensive players that he liked to uh, be a tough guy and go down the field. Where he made his cuts, right, was to the fan experience. And, and I can speak to that because you yes. know, remember when I was the announcer for the pregame, I'd spend the majority of my day on the sidelines, and I watched over the three seasons that I worked there. I said, "Wow, the sidelines seem to be getting smaller." 
because he kept adding rows to the front and calling right. it fan experience, fan experience, fan experience. I think he added like five or six rows to the base of the stadium seating. So the right. sidelines were gone. And let me tell you, the worst place to watch a football game is that level. You can't see anything. And Ladies that's and what gentlemen, uh, let's, uh, the let's stop experience. the show for a second. Uh, Peter Punctual is back on the uh, on the deck Yay. here. Ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. Uh, Just trying here, to uh, here keep he, multiple here business he, afloat. Here he My apologies. Is, yeah. yeah, keep it afloat of 15 minutes earlier. Anyway, uh, that's okay. Uh, so uh, we're talking about the Washington football team, which now, as most people, even with the pandemic and the lack of fans, most people are analyzing. You're getting the rankings, by the way. I, I, I looked at the rankings of the New York Giants. The power rankings? Nice to Nice to see their third from the bottom. Really happy about that, that it's going to be another great season for my New York football giants. However, in the middle of all this, as we get ready for this, the Washington football team is going through a lot of upheaval because their nasty little owner, who uh, we were talking about just before Oscar came in here, who went out and bought all the new shiny players, but never had to really uh, the ability to put a winning team on the field because no. it's not really getting the shiny players. It's getting a team that works together. In the meantime, what he did was he kind of uh, manipulated the fan base for, for greater profit for the team, thinking his in his mind that, well, I'll just get a winning team by getting these shiny players and I can still charge a million dollars for for everything and overcharge the fans for parking, overcharge the fans for uh, concessions and all that wonderful stuff. So he did that. Meanwhile, Dan Schneider, what he did with the Washington football team was go into the inner workings and really go in with a weed whacker and fire a lot of people that have been with the team for a very, very long time. These owners, these old fart owners, many of them, I give you the Rooney family in Pittsburgh. I give you the Mara family in New York. You have these owners that were, uh, I think, aware of a National Football League franchise being really towards the public trust that they had an obligation to kind of take care of these organizations because they had all this money. Dan Snyder, not so much. Kind of went through and hacked people off the payroll and in the meantime got some other people to uh, to come into the fold. The newbies that uh, might have kissed his ass like nobody kissed his ass. Maybe, and who knows? <laughs> so now we have a scandal. After yes. all mm -hmm. these years... We have a scandal uh, that uh, the National Football League is investigating about uh, sexual harassment and a culture of, uh, of trouble at, uh, at the football team's park. What has happened, Mike, it. is the mm. National Football League has assumed oversight into the investigation uh, at the uh, beck and call of the lawyer that is re representing most of the people that are have the grievance against the Washington football team. And I like to quote from the Washington Post. Uh, they were producing a video about their Beauty and the Beach cheerleader calendar that they were going to put out in 2008, and it required a video presentation. But what the cheerleaders didn't know is that another video intended strictly for private use. Different version. Yes, was going to be produced using footage from the same shoot set to classic rock. The 10-minute, I'm quoting from the Washington Post now, the 10-minute unofficial video featured moments where nipples were inadvertently exposed as the woman shifted positions or adjusted props. The lewd outtakes were what Larry <laughs> Michael, 
then the team's lead broadcaster and senior vice president. Larry Michael, a guy that were the proud of the halls of WJFK, a guy that, uh, let's be honest, did his level best to uh, push Frank Herzog out of the broadcast team, and a guy that I used to say I had a problem with because he would never say Washington Redskins. (laughs) He would say Washington Redskins. He didn't pronounce it correctly. No. But no. it didn't matter because he wasn't really concerned about his on-air performance as much as he was manipulating things uh, behind the scenes, like producing little videos for uh, little Danny to uh, to watch and enjoy. the 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 team is in a bit of a uh, in a bit of a quandary Mike, right now. According to Brad Baker, a former member of Michael's staff, the lewd outtakes were what Larry Michael called the good bits or the good parts. <sighs> Larry Michael. And it says uh, Baker said in an interview that he was present when Larry Michael told staffers to make the video for team owner Daniel Snyder. Mm. I know what he likes. We talk like real men when he has me up to his palace. Yeah, what are cigars? Locker room talk. Locker room talk. (laughs) Michael also adamantly denied the uh, allegation, and Snyder said. What did he he adamantly deny? Adamantly denied the allegation. Do you have trouble saying adamantly? I do. Adamantly. 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 Denied the allegation. And Snyder says, I know of no such video. La, la, la. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll see what the investigation Was 2009 holds. too early for a, uh, a digital? F- it would have been too big a file, right? You wouldn't I would think so. 2009 would have been right on the cusp like of like that DVD, technology. Baby. Yeah. yeah. You need to well, search the computer Mr. for something Snyder. called the good bits. <laughs> Mr. Snyder. Mr. Snyder. <laughs> Mr. Sir, what? What is it now? What is it now? I've got your thumb drive, sir. I've got that thumb drive. Oh, you're that saying I, it's a thumb drive. That's genius. I've, I've got that thumb drive the that TPS I talked reports. about. Yeah. And your thumbs are really small, which they were. He had small little little girls' hands. I would actually. Dan, I, I shook my, his hand. My, I had the pleasure of shaking his hand Could we time. back up just a little bit and Rob play Danny and you play? <laughs> you, Larry? Yeah, Larry. Just a handoff of the actual DVD and the thumb drive just in case he lost the DVD. Of course. Right. Okay. Mr. Mr. Snyder. Mr. Yes. Snyder. Yes. Mrs. <laughs> yeah. I have a. You lost your DVD, sir, that I, that I gave you that I dropped off in your special mailbox? I think yeah. it's on the top shelf, but I can't reach uh, it. Uh, sir, I've got a thumb drive to back up. Uh, you just put this in the side of your computer. It'll be fantastic. You're going to love this one, sir. Uh, six nipple shots. Six nipple shots that you're going to truly, truly enjoy, including that uh, that redhead you like so bad. It's going like to be that. fantastic. Yes. I'm going to put on both hands. Put it in my hands. <laughs> Don't drop it, sir. It's very heavy. It's very heavy. Oh, oh Rezog never did this for me. And scene. Thank you. Jesus. You know what? And it's uh, the good bits. It, it's, uh, here it is. I don't I, look. I'm not one of these people that likes to uh, pile on pile, pile on when there's a problem. I have to point out that for a very very long t- time, uh, right on, almost from the beginning when they when they were partners with WJFK, I didn't like the little creep. Mm. I didn't like the fact. And then the stories came out about you can't look Mr. Snyder in the eye. That's and Mr. Then, Snyder's then, elevator. And that's Mr. <laughs> Snyder's private elevator. And then they'd show him with his little mean face and his little mean booth. And he'd always have these people up there that he was schmoozing. And he had and he brought nothing to the table as far as look, we had an a an eccentric owner that was gold mm-hmm. for radio. Yeah. A man who Steve Carmen to this day. <laughs> oh, you're talking yeah. about the team. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. <laughs> this man to the day. 
uh, Jack Ken Cook gives me comedy material where he would be. I'm the owner. That feels up. And you know what? Also, Jack Ken Kit. Jack Kent Cook did. Jack Ken Cook gave the town some championships. Yep, that's what Jack mm-hmm. Ken Cook did, and a sizzling marital relationship because yes. his wife was always up to no a, good. A May December sizzling. Uh, horribly obnoxious. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. (laughs) And he would... Uh, take up at like the, in his seventies with these uh, these very flamboyant younger women, mm-hmm. and it was constant. But it was right there. It was right there where you could see it. And then Tommy Giacomo, God rest of his soul, best. of the Palm, would tell stories about Jack Ken Cook uh, because Tom, Jack Ken Cook was always at the Palm. He was supporting the local businesses. Yep, he was the quirky, weird owner, but he wasn't hated. He no. wasn't reviled. Mm. He was actually... He was eccentric. He truly, he was truly eccentric. was. He was very, very tight, Oscar. He used to insist that his employees would wash windows with vinegar and newspaper because Windex was too expensive. And my mom actually worked for his foundation for about six months and got yelled at for using too much postage. Jack Kent Cook Jr. told her... Why not bundle all of these things together and mail them one at a time? That was you know, like so many rich guys that were yep. you know used to people thinking that they could urinate money, which they could, but they they overreacted to that. Now with Dan Snyder, it was just you looked at him and you heard the stories of long-term employees that were blown out when he took right. over. You saw the slicky boys that he hired, mm-hmm. these uh, Vinny Serrato, all these tough guys that came in to be just tough guys. And 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 he got the franchise when the franchise was still selling Hot. out the stadiums Hot. and people still had the fresh memories of championships, but slowly but surely over time he eroded that. And then you throw this on top of it, that he was a little weasel in this regard. And, uh, you know, look, I believe innocent until proven guilty, but we'll see what happens now that the NFL Let's is deciding to. He's uh, kind of innocent. Let's just say that. Let's say for argument's okay. sake. For Why fun? do you think the last three weeks at the Snyder house is like with his wife? Probably not. I'm yeah, going probably, on to the probably, boat. I'm going to go on to the boat. Try for a not while. to pick they're, up they're a living DVD in separate on wings. your way home. <laughs> they're living in separate wings. You know, yeah. I think that uh, I think women that are involved with guys like that, that are in the public eye, that do bad things. This is the first of its kind where anything sexual in nature has come out. And to the best of my knowledge, right? Do you guys have any memory of anything else like this? Dan Snyder, uh, no. He's, no. He's been. Uh, I would. Uh, the the only thing I think about with Dan outside of losing is that you know, for what it's worth, if we're really going to put everything on the table, is that. Um, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, his wife battled cancer and he was by her side. That's all I remember. But so that's a good thing. Yeah, that's, and, a, that's uh, a plus. Yeah, and and you know what? But the 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 way he ran this team, uh, and the way he treated people within the organization, in and outside, the way he treated the media. Look what he did, Rob. Tell him what you did. You, oh. We've had guys that worked for other NFL teams that have called you and told you that I got free parking, I got two tickets to every game, and they I was got the announcer. money, they got merch, and they got I paid. Had- I was, for three years, forced to provide my own parking, 
and mm. given a pass for the field that I had to clear the field once the game started, and then I could prowl the stadium. That's it. I lost money You're never every given time a seat. I announced. Never given a seat. You could have said no, though, right? I could have, but you know what? It was it was a fun gig I while I was out there, that's and it was the, also, and, and that and by the way, and they, and that's they what actually, they take and, full advantage of. Of course, and that is what sucks because people that are announcers, people that are broadcasters, yeah. people that do this type of thing, they take full advantage, and they know <laughs> that they Linus. will get. I'm sorry. He's what like a bad dog. You shouldn't work for free. They <laughs> well, they, but but that's what they do. By the way, this is all sports teams. This is all sports teams. I was part of it when I never knew. I never found out what they paid the uh, PA announcer, but I'm sure it was chicken feed I'm compared sure. to what they yeah. get out of it with a guy being there for all the games and spring training and announcing it. But they don't probably pay a lot of money. I never found out because I didn't get the gig. But they also. Uh, had an audition for fans. They they do that. Mm-hmm. They do that because they know they don't have to worry Free about that. labor. Exactly. And, and by the way, with, with the with the teams, there's no spreading of the wealth. No. The players get the money and the owners get the money, period. That's it. Everybody, all the other people that might get their nut by being on the sidelines, sitting there going, I'm a cool NFL tough guy. They're usually paid dick and right. they, they they're just and i and I'll, i've always found the environment the nationals were the same way when they came in i met about they're, four they're or five guys so i went they're champions so it's fine settle. but i met about four or five guys from the from their organization they come in thinking they're just all that and the people that are around it everybody's looking for i'm trying to think of the, the, the right caps, phrase the caps are this. different right um. Yeah, Ted Leonsis yes, is a great different guy. kind of yeah. owner. Ted Leonsis is a different kind of owner and hires people like our guy, uh, Ralph Rice, mm-hmm. and they seem to be an exception to the rule of sports franchises. But I don't think Washington has the exclusive on on some of these guys running their teams in a way that uh, that doesn't treat people all that nicely. But I think, I think Washington that's, D.C. That's the has a the the Washington <laughs> football team sort of has the uh, playbook on ruining a franchise in a well, short ruining amount of a time. franchise but at the same time coming in when the franchise was not quite ruined yet it wasn't doing well but they were oh, uh, i know well he coming actually, in he coming in the, and just treating people abysmally you get a receptions for people that have been there 35 years that's their life that's their life and you and i and i think if it's not going to really affect uh you know your your day-to-day operations well, why do you do it? Because you got your you want to schmooze your friends and you want to be the the big tough guy. I think that sucks. I think there there's a public trust element of a football team, uh, an NFL team, where you you got to be mindful of that. And in Dan Snyder's case, it was kind of thrown out the window. So I was never a fan of the guy from the well, very, he has very a, beginning. A legendary temperament. There is a story that is true, and I believe it was also from the Post that after a game, a very important game, some seasons ago, that they really needed to win, and it looked like they could win to make to playoffs. Mm-hmm. He called the coaching vanilla. And when the coaches came in on Monday morning, he had dumped about 10 gallons of vanilla ice cream at the door of the coach. And that is really, mm-hmm. when you stop and think about it, the behavior of a 10-year-old. What? Yeah. I, it's, it's just, that is well, not it's also a guy. It's a guy that never played at any kind of high You're level. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that those guys, you know, I it's it's just it's unfortunate. It it happens. We play we place such a premium on sports, myself included. I love sports. I'm a huge sports fan. But when stuff like this happens, and when we saw people, including people we knew well on both sides of the equation, yeah, treated shabbily, and including one guy that got bumped, 
And I remember when, God bless Larry. Right. When Larry, when Larry got the gig, I was like, Larry's going to be the play-by-play guy. I was kind of taken aback, but maybe there were. Who knows? Time will tell. We'll yeah. find out if there were. Well, I was any there for the ride. It took and then like they, about- they bumped off Sam Huff. Yes. Yeah, well, you know, well, Sam, Sam. Sam stepped aside. Yeah, Sam. Sam was. Uh, you know, is, is Sam still with us? By the way, yes, he, I believe he is. Yes. All right, fellow Mountaineer. Yeah. There he is. Rob keeps that handy. Look what he just has. Look at he. he I also have this. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. What do we have? Boom! Sunny, Sunny Jergens. Jergens. <laughs> there we go. That's when he was an eagle. Uh, Mike, can I treat uh, you to a tape? I know this is sort of this story probably puts a sour taste in your mouth. Let's go back to sunnier days. This is 1983. I have never in my life felt as happy as this. Now this is uh, an unmitigated, incontrovertible uncompromising feeling of ecstasy. There's nothing that I've ever experienced to touch this. And the only time that it'll, I'll have the equal of this will be next year when we win the Super Bowl for the second time in a row. <laughs> That's the owner. That's great. There's I love no, that. He was such a character and yep. he was yeah, so but in today's beautiful media, in his celebration. He would have been yes. beaten out of ownership by now. Like one of his ex-wives would have said something that he does in the bedroom and it would have been like curtains for him. You don't think he would have survived? No, Marlena would have taken him down. He well, I do, by the there way, was a Jack story in the Cook Times. was not a saint. Was not a saint. No, there was right. a great story in the Times uh, after his passing where uh, it was common for him to ask the housekeeper and his words were, lay with me. <laughs> See, Rob, you remember that's where Rob's memory works really, really well. Me. Lay with me. <laughs> oh my God! Can you it's imagine just... in today's like you know where 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 things are where they should be? If you told the help to lay with me, lay with me. I can't lay even say me. that to my it's, wife. It is difficult. <laughs> For those of you around the country, it's probably difficult. I'm sure certain markets you have this, but it's truly difficult. You have the Red Sox in Boston that are probably a close uh, approximation of this, uh, but the media is much harsher on the team yes. than the Redskins uh, were than they were on the Redskins in the 1990s and 2000s. And, uh, the Washington football team. Uh, the uh, This is a team that, if you were part of this team and you did well, you were set for life. You didn't have to play. You didn't. You just. You'd get car dealerships. Was there were there any athletes that were revered post football days more than uh, our Washington football no. team? There's no. nothing like. Oh it. no, still absolutely still not. But well, well deserved. Santana Moss. What a nice guy. Very what nice, a nice man. guy. Very very Rigo nice man. Seemed like a nice guy. Don't know him well enough. Oh, he had his demons, but, uh, you know, I went out with a guy a few times. Joe Theismann, they all made a lot Before of Before we go past Rigo, please just do a little of his voice, please. Mr. O'Mary, <laughs> you don't get to be in the Hall of Fame without him. Oh, well, I just don't understand if Dan Snyder wants to do that. I know there's one time that I was late coming to a practice for film, and Joe Giz was talking, and I took a leak in the back of the room. About anyway, three yeah. years ago, I had a wonderful hour-long business meeting that involved Rigo for yeah. a podcast that uh, they were shopping around. Just didn't work out in the long; didn't make sense for us. Okay. But um, but the whole time we did the meeting, and I can talk about this now because you know it's been three years. I just thought about you and Rigo out and about, and I and I did, only only once or twice. Yeah, but you I know, didn't. But still, legendary, like, you know, legendary. Like once you have that 
like seared into your brain and you're talking to a hall of famer right and he's talking about what he would like to talk about on a podcast all i want to do is pivot into the michael mara show world where <laughs> you're like hey what about that one time with michael mara down near the I waterfront have never, <laughs> i have never uh prior to that and and really i don't think uh Maybe a couple of times afterwards, but no, I don't think so. It was the only time I was ever part of a real entourage. And it was a night we went out with John Riggins and a bunch of us went down. Rigo had the whole nine yard Western look. He had the big cowboy mm-hmm. hat. He had the big belt buckle. And we went down to the Washington Harbor area yes. uh, down in Georgetown where everybody was dining outside and I'm walking him back a Rigo, and uh, and he stopped traffic. It yeah. was like everybody was staring at me. Yep. You, you got the guy with the cowboy, but everybody knew it was John Riggins. And then later on, we uh, you know we had a couple of evenings where uh, we ended up with uh, some friends at the late night eatery. And uh, you know by that time, everybody was feeling rather uh, was it Philomena? No, it was uh, Bistro Francais. Yeah, that's what it was. Actually, Mike, you took me there a couple times after the fact uh, in our days, and it's a great place. place Great late night place to go. But Another I mean, at one skin. point we were sitting there. Hold on, Rob. Yeah, uh, at, at one point we uh, were looking over, and uh, I saw a couple uh, giggling, and they looked over at me, and uh, I said, "What are you? <laughs> what are you laughing?" And I looked over, and Riggins was uh, really in a very, very deep sleep at the table with his head down on the table. <laughs> the evening had come to an end. Yes, quite obviously. The, the similar, I guess, the closest I've ever been to that was when Champ Bailey was at his apex in Denver, and I was yes. visiting our friend Dominique Foxworth. Right. They, just finished his first year in the NFL, and he said we're going out. And um, and Dom and Champ Bailey shows up at Dominique's house, and I remember running out of the front door like any twenty at the time five year old would. Right. And um, and Dominique was younger, and Champ Bailey was clearly older, a little. He might have been my age, my age. Who knows? Right. I felt like the youngest of the group um, because I still lived with my parents, and they all owned their own homes. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I run out, and there is a Bentley Flying Spur, which is Champ Bailey's, uh, Dominique's Range Range Rover, and then like another Bentley. Who knows? I said, uh, shotgun, because I thought we were going to take the car with the four doors, which was the Bentley. And I didn't realize at the time, because Dominique looked at me like, what are you doing? Uh, was, <laughs> no, we all drive ourselves because oh. we're adults. And, oh, okay. and in case we right. meet somebody, we can then drive away without having uh, a pile in a car uh, like we're in uh, college. Precisely. So, <laughs> so oh then we God. end up at a club in Denver, and it was a scene. It Because I, I was at the tail end, and I was the turtle of the group. Sure. It's fine. If you, it's an entourage <laughs> reference. And it was a night of nights, let me tell you. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Mike, mean, you, mentioned, you mentioned Joe Theismann. Um, and Joe Theismann, one of my favorite Redskins-related stories, and I was in studio for this, whenever he would be on the show, he would be uh, not at a loss for words. And Mike oh, used to do this go. trick. Mike would ask Theismann a question, take off his headphones, <laughs> leave the studio, get a drink of water, come back, put his headphones on, and Theismann would still be talking. And it was a it. calculated Joe, risk, Joe, but you never you lost. This. You never yeah. lost. What does it take to win a Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> I go back. <laughs> 
Ten minutes. Did you Ten have him as friends? I'd love to have yeah, him on the show. I love Joe. I love Joe. Oh, I'll Joe reach come out on to this Joe. show. Great guy. Yeah, Joe would come on this show. I'd love to get his thoughts on the uh, on Dan Snyder right now because I, I'm, I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Why do I think in my mind that maybe Joe was not? Uh, I think, well, who knows? You know, I think by they, now they as an analyst, the, the, he has a different yeah. he has a different take on it. Right? Did he you ever win a Super Bowl, buddy? I bet Joe would like to talk about. Uh, yeah. Ask Joe Theismann if he'd like to come on and talk about the current scandal. Yes, I would. Uh, yeah. That would be fantastic. And uh, you know, now before my hand, I want to get before my handicap goes up anymore uh, down here in Florida. <laughs> I want to uh, be able to tell him honestly. You don't have to I'm tell just, him the truth. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I. Who do you think I am, pal? Who do you think I am, Mr. Snyder? Your pornography's ready. <laughs> it's the Michael Mara Show. You can listen to the Michael Mara Show at www.michaelmarashow.com. Stay tuned for an outstanding entertainment program. It's the <laughs> Michael Mara Show. Let's get down to business. From the entertainment capital of the world. And now, live from Washington, D.C., here's Larry. Our guest is Robert Daly. His newest book is A Faint Cold Fear. It is published by Little Brown. We'll be going to your calls at the bottom of the hour at 703 685 2177. Are you already working on the next one? Well, I know pretty well what I want to do, and um, there's a long process to go through. I have to write an outline, and although I have a contract with the publisher, uh, they have the right to, you know, diddle with my outline, which they always do, and uh, I have to work out the details and then start it and then write it, and so we're talking about another year here. And yeah. the end of the year gets very long because yeah. whatever you may have done, I mean, you've written enough books to know this. Until you write the end, at the end of it, you got nothing. Even, you know, you can't sell anything until you finish the, no. the last page. Who's your agent? Huh? Who's your agent? ICM, uh, Esther Newberg. I know Esther. Lovely woman. I is uh, Sterling Lord. Oh, you do. Sterling was my agent for years and years and years. I like him. <laughs> he's not vigorous. What? No. But he has a, a kind of nice manner. He doesn't yeah. know he's on the air. <laughs> I think if I were a full-time writer, I don't think I'd use Sterling. I like someone more. Yeah. For me, it's fine. Yeah. Although <laughs> well, I just got a real nice advance to do a book on growing up in Brooklyn. Hmm. Like Russell Baker did about Baltimore, right about just what the street was like in the neighborhood. Well, you, you got four books already behind you. Yeah. Yours on the bestseller list yet? It's not yet. It's only been out one month, and the book, the bestseller list, is two weeks behind, uh -huh. as you know. But it's had wonderful sales in Europe. I'm really astonished. <laughs> Same cover? I don't know. I don't know what they'll do. I don't like the cover. Um, it's got it's two okay. messages. Yeah, it's okay. It's, okay. it's got two messages on it, both of which are, uh, you know, sort of against the female. Can't read this. <laughs> what a jerk! Pause. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know they're on. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't tell him. No. That's the best part. <laughs> the author thinks they might be on. Well, I have an apartment in New York, but I really live mostly in Connecticut in uh, New Canaan. He's rich. <laughs> East side. East side. Right opposite the Museum of Natural History. Nice. I like those. Yeah. 
It's really growing that area there. Uh-huh. Columbus. <laughs> New York. Yeah. Yeah. New York is growing. Lots of empty stores, you know. Um, and you, these guys, these landlords who jack up the, the rents and force people out that have been there for years, now in, the, in our times, in the recession, they're stuck with it. Good. Yeah, right. So it's not growing. <laughs> this is the best. Are we back? <laughs> we've never gone anywhere. We start now. I thought we were on a break. Okay, so we've been sitting here all the time talking and not talking. <laughs> Does anybody signal me? Are we on a break? Uh, did we take a break? No, we're back. Well, you never signal me back from a break. Hi. Are we on? Okay, thanks. Did anyone ever say, "Here's Larry"? Yes. Did you hear it, Robert? No, I no. did not. Robert didn't hear it, and I didn't hear it. I'm just talking to the crew. I realized we're on. I looked up. I saw the light. Neither of us ever heard a signal come back. So we have been sitting here. Welcome to the Larry King Show. Our guest is Robert Daly. We're going to pause for news headlines, a word from your local stations. And uh, when we come back, we will take your phone calls. And this is semi-hysterical. Yeah, we are on. Thank you. Okay, I, all I'm telling you is, Mr. Daly and I were sitting here. Last I remember was breaking for commercial, and we never came back. We never came back. So if we came back, we thank you. And if you heard us talking, I don't know what we were talking about, Robert. We're talking about agents and things like agents. that. Agents. If you heard whatever you heard, we, we didn't curse. We didn't curse. The Michael Mera Show. Michael Mera. Rob Speedway. Oh, Oscar yeah. Santana. And now, from his easy chair, here's Mike. We are live from the Podcast Village Studios in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. This is the Mike O'Mara Show. Glad to have you along, and thank you to all of our wonderful listeners. Thank you for all your support over all these years. We're so grateful for it. From Al Trapp, Virginia, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Columbia, South Carolina, Tunis Mills, Maryland, Stockdale Country Club Estates in Bakersfield, California. Sounds fancy. They got a nice track out there. Got you <laughs> yeah. up a nice golf course. Yeah. And Bondi Beach, Sydney, Australia. Watched an Australian movie last night. Sucked. Anyway, really? uh, yeah, I'll tell you all about it. Uh, anyway, uh, the Michael Mara Show is on now. Brought to you by our friends at Cornerstone. I have a letter here from a Rob Spay. Rob Spaywalk. How's that? Mm. Rob, mm. Rob Spaywalk mm. offers yes. this Cornerstone is making our refinance a cinch. Joel Rogers even called us over the weekend on his own personal time. Joel Rogers is somebody that works for Cornerstone First Financial. Yes, and Joe. he's wonderful. And uh, I guess he called uh, Mr. Spaywalk to uh, talk over his options and ensure the best possible deal. Uh, the Spaywalks are going to save some sick cash thanks to Cornerstone First Financial. Great. It's true. Sick cash. Sick cash. Sick cash. Do you take it off some sweet jumps? <laughs> uh, still you need to warm. call them right now. Uh, Spaywag out. Cornerstone yes. First Financial. That's who we're talking about. Right, Napoleon? That's right. You can call them at 202-625-1221. Hey, Mark Livingstone, you going to eat your tots? Are you going to eat your tots, Mark? Uh, hey, think Napoleon, his dog yes. is named Tater. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> nice. Interest rates on the 30-year fixed have fallen into the twos 
for the first time ever. You need to call my friend Mark Livingstone at Cornerstone First Financial, doesn't he, Clip? Napoleon, <laughs> Mark Livingstone will do the best job ever. You're just jealous <laughs> because they've been doing sweet life, right leaf finances all day long. Napoleon, La Fonda is the best thing that's ever happened to me. But my lips hurt real bad. <laughs> Think of this. At this level, you'll likely never need refinancing again. So whether it's a purchase or refi, can you use that mortgage payment? 202-625-1221. Cornerstonefirst.com. Cornerstone First Financial. Personal attention from application to closing. Hey, Joanna, you did mine. Mike O'Mara, I cooked you a delicious bass. <laughs> I've ever uh, done the Napoleon best. that long. The anyway, uh, welcome back to the uh, Mike O'Mara Show. Uh, virtual learning has hit the O'Mara household, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm here to tell you, my son Woo! came out of his virtual learning day, six hours of virtual learning yesterday, and was a happy little clam. And, and I was so proud of him. He got up in the morning. Carla posted about it. He made his bed. He combed his hair, got himself dressed, did everything, and was ready to go. He dove in. He likes the experience. And this is why your boy lives by one particular mantra that mm -hmm. all of our listeners know that you should know. And that mantra <laughs> is don't get happy. Mm, exactly. Because because today the S hit the fan with the uh, the launch pad and there she's trying to do schoolwork with them. And of course, I came in there and this is how the day went. I'm in here. It's roughly, mm, I want to say, 8.15-ish. Okay. M Mrs. O'Mara has ducked in here to the studio and said, are you okay just to keep an eye on him? Uh, I will be in the shower. And I said, yes, but I realized he was in there without supervision, so engaged by this magnificent teacher that he has that it worked out great. It was like, you know, we're around, but it's like he's really going to school. Today, about 8.30, I hear Dan... Dad, something's wrong. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I, I to and the rescue. You, you deal with tech issues so well. Yeah. Into. <laughs> Shut up, Oscar. <laughs> Shut up, Oscar. You ass. Here's our vice principal, right, Matt Bloom. Maybe I, know. <laughs> I, I go in and she's trying to get. Uh, he's got a, a Chromebook. Oh, I know Chromebooks. Uh, which, is, which is what they use now. Yeah. They, they issue the, the school, get, issues them, right, yeah. So he's using a Chromebook. I need to talk to maybe the guys uh, off the air about the Chromebook situation and what I can do to make his experience all the better. Uh, but the Chromebook, they're trying to launch this uh, learning uh, part of where it's not just the kids talking to the teacher, but they now then they open up their, their virtual workbooks yeah, yeah, they're, and they're able to do they're less, the sounds. They're, lessons, they're doing yeah. sounds like sad, sad, <laughs> sad. What's the sound? And by the way, what is the main sound in sad? I said, and they have A, B, C. And the A sound is, uh, you know, that's the that's the sad sound, sad. right? Ah, so I said, you click on ah. A, and then it gives the X like it's wrong. It's totally a goat F. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I go in. Carla is, uh, you know, doing the scene uh, from, uh, you know, the shower scene from Psycho. Uh, mm -hmm. So oh, she's no. in there just like lathering up and everything. And I'm, I'm just. I'm wow. actually cleaning the shower. 
Uh, what? Hi, I Carla. I was cleaning the shower yeah, she while I was she taking was, a shower. Yeah, she was doing the, her best to clean the house, Mike. Yeah, yeah be best. Trying yeah. to, you know, multitask. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do. Oh, I did figure out the situation, though. Must be why recess. Is he, why is he here? Oh, is it is it lunchtime? Yeah. Or is it recess? It's what? actually music time, but we're taking a little snack break. No, oh, I love snack Come on over and say hi. The best. I didn't know you all were here. Hi. hi. How's, how's school going? Hey. What are you eating? What are you eating? Uh, go ahead. Well, you can say you can say. He's having uh, Tostino pizza rolls, and Ooh. he had to have a thing of a spoonful of Nutella. <laughs> I uh, had to with the pizza yeah. rolls. Ooh, no, chocolate pizza. That. All right, so all right, get out of here. All right, I'm talking to mommy. Bye, you big jerk. Thank you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let the adults talk. Mom, my eyes. You know what? I guess we're past I'm you saying. I'm in love with that human being. How do you, how do you being, not love him? Yeah, I guess we're past the days of you saying speaking to the mic. Yeah, so happy. Yeah, yes. and he grabs the mic now. He grabs he the mic. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. So do we get everything squared away? Okay. So what the issue was? Okay. So basically, it was you have the word rat, right? Mm -hmm. And they're they're learning vowels. So what is the you know the first vowel that you hear in the word rat? So obviously that's A. So yeah. they had either A, B, or C as the answer. So mm. you had to click on either A, B, or C. A wasn't the A sound. Well, what was the answer? So they said they highlighted. Oh, so the multiple choice A, a was not C. necessarily yes, A. Yes, yes. It's exactly. Poor, and it's flawed. That's stupid. Yeah, it's flawed. You know it's also cognitive, that out? you know? Yeah. Yeah. Michael. Yeah. What? Michael figured that yeah. out. Oh, he did? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, if he wants is. to learn about rats, come up to Oscar's neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Should we get on that launch? Can you boat. show me what the launch pad is tomorrow? <laughs> and I know there are going to be a lot of people looking at me right now and going, No, no, Mike. Mike I, this, this is, is happening good. across the country. This yeah, is very. Right. This Crisis. is so. This is so relatable. Okay. Like if if, if if there was a program record, talk about Chromebooks. <laughs> talk about uh, it. Kindergartner need to have four sign-ins. She said launch pad. 50 times. Yeah. yeah and I got no idea where this magic launch pad. Mm -hmm. Can someone please, Pony, Oscar, yes. one of our tech people, yes. please to explain to me, technically is the, I always thought that the thing at the bottom that's got all the little apps and icons, mm -hmm. that is a toolbar. Mm -hmm. What is a launch pad? Pony uh, boy, Matt Bloom. Yeah, Pony, why don't you, you're a Chrome guy. I like Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, he can't yeah, even he figure can, his can own microphone out. <laughs> Is there a launch pad on your microphone? Keep talking, Pony. Let me figure out what, what pot you're on. I'm on the Comrex pot. Okay, you sound like garbage. Let me fix you alone. Do <laughs> you think you'd want to do this for your own... Your own uh, go ahead, now talk. I am talking right now. Okay, there you go. Much better. Okay, so what is the launch pad, Pony? Launchpad on the Chromebook is just basically your main menu with all the uh, like settings and apps and stuff. So that it's is like your. A, it's like your uh, like, like your navigation bar. Oh no, your yeah. your home home. What is it? Home dock at the bottom of an apple, or your exactly. dock. It's like your launcher. Yeah. You mean it's got like uh, the uh, the notepad and all the finder of that, yeah, all of that, and that, all that. that. All right. I, I, here's the problem. So it, she's showing us on her computer mm -hmm. where this launch pad is. But unfortunately, her computer space is taking up all of uh, his Chromebook. And I'm clicking on her icons Ooh. when it's not the right thing to do. So yeah, double anyway, icon. the launch pad. But, I, but here's the thing. I don't want this to happen. Uh, I had to come in here and do the show. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to tell Carla 
that I need to be part of this because we both need to be you uh, know. savvy Present. when it comes to any of these issues with the computer. And Carla immediately says, you are causing more tension. He can feed off your tension. I said, These are all I, true. I, and yes. then Oscar says right away, I do so well with technical. I will, do you remember when we, were built, when we built the studio in your home in Manassas, when Oscar respectfully asked you to leave the room? Yeah, because you yeah. were just you were bringing like, tension. Well, yeah. You're not really helping. You're hurting. But- kind of set the tone for my entire relationship with everybody on the show. I just go away, and all I do is open my mouth every day. That's my con- contribution. <laughs> and you took it to the next level. Took it to the next level when you moved to another state. As long That's as it. you don't smash the Chromebook, we're okay. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't do that. It's distance learning at its finest. Uh, we'll take a break. <laughs> Have you, question for both of you when we go into the next break. Yes. Have either one of you ever, uh, I think we've all done this, settled on entertainment you're watching on your television where you're watching it, you know it sucks, you stay with it anyway because you just don't have the energy to go searching for anything else. I can't wait to hear about it. Yes. I'll uh, tell you all about it. It's distracting. When we come back on the Michael Mary Show. Hi there! Only three more days until the next Mike O'Mara Show cocktail party. Time's a fleeting! Don't forget to stock the liquor cabinet or else you'll be sorry! I like that. We are that's doing a, a Twitch virtual, and a motto. Twitch and motto collab right there. Oh, they're collaborating. Oh my Ooh. god, that's a lot of that's a lot of promo power right there with it's Jim like Amato and Mark Twitch Riddell. That's awesome. Uh, welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show. Brought to you by Features. Man, I was wearing my Features golf yeah. socks yesterday. Oh, they're fantastic. Little things can make a big difference. For example, uh, I never really gave my socks much thought. You know, if I saw a bin with them in there, I'd grab them. Uh, then I tried Features. They are a difference maker. They really are. They're engineered. They engineered a sock with targeted compression, anatomical design, and moisture wicking material for unsurpassed performance. They're just better. How about this? A lifetime guarantee. Can you turn that down a little bit? I mean, it's a little loud. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's blowing us out. Do you hear that when we're doing that? Anyway, it's a lifetime guarantee. (laughs) Features are so. Turn it off. Jesus Christ. Features, Mike. Features. Features. Sorry. Sorry about that. Hi, Features. Lifetime guarantee. Uh, Runners worldwide have made Features their sock of choice, and now you can uh, get the same benefits specially tailored for the golf course. I love the way they stay in place. They're fantastic. Features. Socks will change how you feel about socks forever. You can get $10 off your first pair of Features when you use code TMOS at Features.com. That's Features.com. Promo code TMOS for $10 off. Off your first pair of features. They are mm. absolutely Mm-mm. fantastic. You gonna love them. Uh, welcome back to the Mike O'Mara show, everybody. Uh, yeah, Rob, that was just a little bit loud. Uh, I'll mind but, that. Uh, you know, but, but I it apologize. Uh, have you tried features? Have you tried? I them? have. I love. I love the fact that they have a left and a right. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, for uh, for someone who is OCD like me, it removes it removes a lot of the problems. <laughs> One less decision to make every day. What is that song you were playing, by the way? What is that song? That, that I can't let go. By Lin- Linda Ronstadt. 
Don't ever mm. play that. Again. Yeah, that's banned. All right, banned. banned. Sorry, that's banned. Uh, she was screaming Gone. during that. Uh, welcome back to the show. So uh, this is a settle mo- movement. This is last night. Um, I think I'm like a lot of people where you scan your cable guide and you're looking, and if you have some movie channels, you're kind of figuring, what can I do? Uh, I think I overpay for uh, for cable, and I end up, uh, you know, seeing all these movies, ninety nine point nine percent of which are not interesting at all to me. Right, uh, you know, I think I've seen my fill of every Kevin Hart offering fifty times that is on, that that are What's on the latest every that you hated? single day. Uh, what well, the movie or the I, well, I don't watch Kevin Hart movies. Oh, you don't? don't like, Jumanji Two like is fantastic. Uh, no, dumb. Not not Jumanji One was not, not so my bad. cup of tea. I don't don't care for it. Don't want to be there. But I like uh movies that are a little gritty and sure. I like crime dramas. But most importantly, I like something new that I haven't seen before. Mm. And that's hard in this day and age for people that consume a lot of media to find that. Last night I watch a terrible movie and then I just settle. All right. This movie features it's a movie from I think it's an Australian film called The Rover. Ooh, let me look and that up. It's this guy that's a loner and he's a grizzled loner and he's sitting there and it's this post-apocalyptic vibe, but you don't really get an explanation as to what the post-apocalyptic vibe is. And it's very little dialogue and a lot of clicking and grunting, a lot of gratuitous violence as they're making their way. Apparently, uh, I came in maybe one-eighth of the way into this movie and the guy gets his car stolen and then he finds another gang member and he's the brother of the guy that stole his car and the story is they're traveling to this town in Australia and they want to get his car back. When that's you tuned really, in, that's did, you, did you think it was a movie about a dog and you're disappointed? <laughs> was, no, I really thought it was going to be something like kind of Mad Maxi. Sure. At the, at the beginning, which uh, which I'm fine with, but it was not Mad Maxi. It was just on and on. And now Robert Pattinson, who you know, I think you by definition, he's low energy. But you oh, know? God, Batman, yeah. he's got a lot of heat under him. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you think he's going to be a good Batman, Oscar Santana? I think he is because Batman is brooding. He's good looking. He has abs. So that's what he Robert seems Pattinson a little. Has. He seems a little play, flimsy to be Batman. Let me play the audio from the trailer and uh, okay. see if you guys uh, think that this is a low energy kind of uh, film. Let's. Uh, All right. you know, I just. I'm just curious as to whether uh, the trailer will do it justice, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not quite sure. And let me see. Here we go. It's over for you. I know that. Okay. Did anybody understand that? Because uh, let me let me translate. This is the way. <laughs> a lot of bass a lot of yeah. bass at what point yeah. did you put on closed captioning mike uh i didn't i actually didn't really I, uh, you're able to I follow without it that sounds I like it would it, need it there was so little dialogue <laughs> whatever you think's over for me was over a long time ago things fall apart says the text Ooh, spooky. The the center cannot hold. Oh. I don't know what that means. It shows a bunch of people driving by with guns. Anarchy is loosed upon the world. It's happy, isn't it? Let's go! Come on, come on, come on! Turn the car around! We're not- 
not turning around. He's gone. What do you mean he's gone? He's my brother. This is the movie right here that I watched 90 minutes of last night. It's good. Is this hmm. man your friend? Tell me where your brother is. That's it. There's the that's the plot of the movie. Tell me. Tell me where your brother is. Why did There's you stay with it? Is it because you felt invested? I was tired. Okay, oh, I was tired. Okay. It, was, it, was, yeah. it was a okay. very long day with the virtual learning and uh, the things and all of the. Why the, was it the, a the, long the day for you? Uh, because it was just a long day of monitoring. Michael it was new or new to you. this, and uh, you know, I mean, b b to be honest with you, all parents can relate to this. Parents that maybe work from home, where you know, in my world, my virtual world, it was uh, you know, see you later. You yeah. know, we'll pick you up at two thirty. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. La -da 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 -da. <laughs> now he's <laughs> now he's here all day uh so that's uh but that's it's a little different but that was the movie so the, the I, um, beware I watched, the rover I, so i'll watch movies that you guys recommend or chad recommends when right. I, I have no i have nothing else on my plate like for example there's a show called, called corporate i think it's on comedy central it's wrapping up it is the dumbest show but i'll watch it once in a while okay. just because you're settling because i'm settling yeah yes. but i, I don't so like to settle I, but so you, for example i haven't seen la la land I would say since you were so hyped on it, Mike, that somehow it turned you me know, off. I'm glad you brought that up yeah. because I was so hyped up, but it's yeah. not a revisiting movie. It's so, not a movie that you watch it and you're done. Yeah. You watch yeah. it and you're done. I mean, I loved it when I saw it in the theater. It was spectacular. In the theater, it must I'm have done. been awesome because yeah, I watched, just, I watched I, it at home like, this is good, but I don't know just, if it was that good. Well, I also agree with you. I think maybe I was over. Yeah. Maybe, you know, who knows what kind of mood you're in when you go into that theater? <laughs> yeah, maybe it's true. I was it makes a big difference. But it makes it's up, the chemical take, yeah. opposite of La La Land. I mean, La La Land is the chemical opposite of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that you can watch any ten minutes of I at any time. Never go by that without stopping. I, I don't know you. why I'm it is. You. It's just Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm always doing that. When we come back, Rob Spiewak's got a reco that I am turbo excited You're gonna love to it. watch tonight. I am not going to waste any time, and I think uh, it's getting a big buzz online, too, is Absolutely. it not? Absolutely. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it uh, is. Rob will talk about that when we come back right here on the Mike O'Mara Show. Laura Bradley and Gloria. Gloria. Uh, hello, friends. Jeff Goldblum here. How are you? Yeah, you're great. I know you are. You're looking at me like that. Listen, I love to listen to the Mike O'Mara Show on my Alexa, but I, I'm scared of it. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm scared. It, it makes me nervous. It's like it's watching me. Uh, but, but really, if you're not as scared as I am, well, first of all, uh, congratulations to you. And tell Alexa to play the Mike O'Mara show, and Bob's your uncle. <laughs> uh, still terrified. Jeff Goldblum checking out. Welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show, brought to you by Sleep Number. Uh, I am the proud owner of a, a brand new Sleep Number 360 smart bed. I love, love, love this bed. Uh, they, uh, you know, I've been a customer for a very, very long time for one simple reason. Uh, Sleep Number is the best. As summer winds down, we get ready for fall. It's so important to get your quality sleep. Yes. You got the kids that are doing the virtual learning or going back to school. Uh, not only is it a natural immunity booster, by the way, your Sleep Number uh, bed with good sleep. Right. Uh, it also helps with energy and recovery. Sleep Number is there for you. From feather soft to super firm, you can adjust it the way you want. You know that. Sleep Number beds do it. They uh, split bed that we have. Carla has her firmness. I have my firmness. Uh, here's a fact. Compared to the average sleepers, Sleep Number bed owners enjoy almost an hour's more of sleep per night. 
That is an important deal. One more hour of sleep on average every night. Quality sleep, one of the best methods to boost general health and well-being, and it's important now more than ever. My sleep number setting is an 80. Carla's is a 65. We absolutely love it. Come in during the biggest sale of the year when all beds are on sale. For a limited time, save 50% on my bed, a Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed. They're fantastic. Shop your way at a Sleep Number store online at sleepnumber.com or by wonderful chat. You'll just love it. Chat, 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 chat. Make sure you tell them that Mike O'Mara sent you. So Rob Spiewak's got this one online, Oscar. I'm all in. I'm going to dive in tonight. I'm really excited about watching it tonight. It's going to be great. There was so little on TV last night that I actually took the dive and I got HBO Max. And that was sort of a hassle. Because apparently you I only the have worst. We I only have talk show. You finally got HBO. I only have no I, HBO. I have HBO Max, the new streaming service, is but what I didn't it have. The same thing. It's not. You oh. have to subscribe. And I only have one TV modern enough that can support HBO Max. It's a smart TV, Mike. Okay, and so, sell me on HBO Max. Tell, I don't know. I'm shocked that I don't know enough about this. Okay. I, well, what happened is I had to do the research because I was looking for this uh, documentary called Class Action Park. Yes. And I thought it was on HBO like just on demand that's how they said that's how they preview it i thought that was the case and so i actually i i can't find so i start googling it says it's on the streaming service hbo max i said ah do i have ah. to have hbo max to get this documentary yes but it's worth it it's and you get a free you get a free preview as a matter of fact if you do it it's oh, great okay all right and also i found out by diving in a little deeper after i watched this documentary hbo max gives you access to streaming of almost the entire Turner Classic Movie catalog. Oh, and that no. alone you don't is say. amazing. Like, like at will? Yes. Anything on demand? I couldn't believe all the movies they if had. If they up didn't there. have that, would you have still pulled the trigger? Yes, absolutely, oh, because I wanted to see this documentary. Look at you. So what HBO Max, the streaming service, has is this documentary called Class Action Park, which is about a 1980s theme park in New Jersey. It was called Action Park. But there were so many injuries and lawsuits they called it class action <laughs> and deaths, park. right they had deaths there too only five that they talk about <laughs> in the show oh my god Jesus. i won't spoil all the things for you but i will say this and i know that maddie watched it last night oh. so she can back me up on it at one point they repainted the floor of one of the catch pools from a water slide they repainted it white because as they described the occasional bleeding human waste and runoff from a nearby river made the water murky and they needed to paint it white so they could see the bodies to rescue (laughs) (laughs) this sounds amazing so what happens is this guy it's the story mike it's the touching story of a man named gene mulvahill who was a disgraced trader on wall street forced out of Wall Street. And so what does he do? He bought land in New Jersey. It was actually two ski resorts separated by a highway. But he bought all the land. So what you've got now is Action Park, a theme park, a water park, essentially, that has a highway running through it. True story. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) And rides that would never, ever get past even the development stage at like a Disney or a Cedar Cedar Fair or theme park. He's building and making them up as he goes along and then showing up while they're building them and saying, wouldn't it be fun if it was faster or higher or more water running? So he's changing it. You're a Jersey guy. What part of Jersey are we talking about here where this happened? It's about you know? 40. It's uh, North Jersey because it's 45 minutes from Manhattan and okay, 75 so minutes Jersey. from Philadelphia, I believe. Okay. All right. I get and it. And so 
there's this one, and it's early in, and I don't think this is a spoiler. It was an enclosed tube water slide, okay? So you don't see anything from the front until you end, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it has a loop-the-loop in it. <laughs> he thought of it and they said when the plans were brought in and this is so great because he built it and essentially let teenagers run it and just let them run it and it was the 80s so there was beer lots of beer they keep going back to that booze at the park yes there was a big fest house uh a la bush gardens so they said they brought in this plan for a loop the loop water slide and he said it essentially looked like it was drawn on a napkin (laughs) <laughs> they built it, and then they started testing by throwing actual dummies, like crash test dummies, mm-hmm. down it to get the like speed right. And when they stopped jamming up at the top, they got the speed right. They were paying the employees a hundred bucks each to try it to see if it worked. <laughs> That's serious money back then. Uh-huh. So they knew it was dangerous, dangerous right? Now this is uh, this is a slight spoiler, but I must say it because Mike if oh, this no, I, don't wreck it too much, Rob. I want to watch the movie. Yeah, will not wreck it for you. I will Okay, I'll just say this and Maddie tell me if I'm saying too much. When they finally got live people to do this like attendees, people that would pay to go in the water park. <laughs> this sounds so good. They were coming out of the loop the loop water slide cut they would be cut, and they didn't know why. Oh. That will be revealed to you tonight in probably the first <laughs> okay. 10 All minutes right. of it. But there was, they had figured out a way, they had like a mini go-kart track, but because the place is being run by 16-year-olds, they figured out how to take the speed governors off. They were taking these mini go-karts 60 miles an hour on New Jersey highways after hours. After hours. And it's called it's Action Park? Action Park. They uh, they go into detail on five deaths and more injuries than you can count. They said that... And they then would, basically anything went, right? Yeah, I mean, how long were they in, uh, in, I guess, operation? I think 78 to 90, and okay. they had a very wow. successful, a very successful Over television campaign. Over a fun wow yeah. and it was mostly because they wanted to repurpose the ski resort another thing you could take the chairlift up if you wanted to do the alpine ride which was a go-kart in a, a sort of a concrete tube of death and so when you take the ski lift up to do the alpine ride you had to bring your go-kart with you the little <laughs> scooter right because you had to go to the top. Yeah, like, carry it, yeah. Yeah, so it's like a little platform with wheels they said it was common once or twice a day people would just throw their scooter off the lift to try to make the people on the track crash and no one was penalized no one was penalized this is 95 wonderful minutes and also without putting too much import on it if you were a kid in the 80s like i was you remember there were no cell phones your parents would set you out in the morning and if you were home by the time the street lights came on you were fine it's like lord of the flies when you see this (laughs) i can't recommend it enough it's called class action park I will watch it again. I will HBO watch it again. HBO Max. That's HBO where you get that. Max, There's their streaming plug. service. Yes. We're giving up flood. They didn't pay us anything for that. Not we got to take a break. Uh, when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Action Park. Yeah. Action Park, where the action is. Yeah, oh, man, I'm working at that. Action Park this <laughs> summer. Uh, we'll take a break and come back with uh, News You May Not Need on the Michael Mara Show. Game with you. Greetings, friends. It's your kid's teacher here. Remember back in March when you discovered what teachers deal with every day? Remember how grateful you were? Thanks for that. We miss them. (laughs) We want to teach them. We just don't want them to kill us. So let's stay home for now. And after a long day of virtual learning, get yourself an egg salad sandwich Mm. and enjoy the Mike O'Mara Show. 
Oh, and buy your kids a TMOS t-shirt so they don't show up to Zoom class in their pajamas. <laughs> class dismissed. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Uh, welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show, everybody. Hey, ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Fruitcake Futures. Everything just seems like such a drag right now. It's sad. Yes. Can't get your nails done. The racquetball courts are locked up tight. And if you don't want a Swedish massage, forget it. Not even in Stockholm. You can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's the same. Don't you crave a bit of normalcy? Just yes. a little something that'll bring you back before all this happened? Well, I've got good news for you! <laughs> yay! 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 The news tastes delicious. They're back. They're back. TMS Fruitcake Futures. <laughs> They'll take you back to the good old days. Jump aboard the tastiness train and let your taste buds transport you to happier times. Whether you choose the deluxe or the super premium, saw a lot of those wonderful listeners with their super premium receipts yesterday. Love you that. will love the way these fruitcakes make you feel. TMOS Fruitcake Futures. Buy now, save or later. Get the good, get the good feels from the candied orange peels. <laughs> they taste even better than you remember them. Go to our website and buy as many as you like. Buy a thousand. A thousand fruitcakes. One Go thousand. Uh, you will get them in time for the holidays. Uh, MikeOmeraShow.com. That's where you go. And click the banner. And every purchase supports TMOS. Gary Krimble for you. News. News. Move that spot up to the front next yeah. time. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Anyway, if there's one thing Ellen DeGeneres doesn't need any more of right now, it's bad PR. Right. So uh, here we go. Oh, and this is odd. This lady that's probably taken a lot, so she's dishing a little is bit. Is this about Mar her water park? This is not the <laughs> class Funny. action park. Uh, Mariah Carey says uh, she didn't appreciate Ellen trying to out her pregnancy when she appeared on her show back in 2008. Okay, so what? Yeah. Uh, Maria, Mariah refused to answer when Ellen asked if she was pregnant. So Ellen brought out some champagne and challenged her to have a drink. When Mariah wouldn't drink, Ellen said, quote, you're pregnant. You're pregnant. It turns out Mariah was pregnant, but she ended up having a uh, miscarriage. Oh, In 2010, no. she and Nick Cannon conceived again, and their twins, Moroccan and Monroe, uh, were born in 2011. Uh, in a new interview, Mariah says, quote, I was extremely uncomfortable with that moment, is all I can say, and I really have had a hard time grappling with the aftermath. I wasn't ready to tell anyone because I had a miscarriage. Uh... Well, she had a miscarriage after that. So uh, I don't want to throw anyone that's already being thrown under any proverbial bus, but I didn't enjoy that moment. Uh, I, I don't know. It's I don't getting, know believe it. I've, I've, seen of, the, I've seen the clip, but you know what? To me, there is a, a tinge of meanness to the bit. And that's a, that for someone that has marketed herself as nice, and that's the basis of her show, when that little bit of meanness comes out, and it seems to be part of the character. I think it's a it's a real but crack in the isn't it's a it crack easy in the armor. To, to look for that in anything. That's like, what I it do. Is, I, it's just I'm just saying the tinge of meanness is not meanness. 
It's not this like crazy, I gotcha, be a, I don't think that she's a monster. I really believe that. And I have no qualm. Look, I have nothing to win by defending this woman. But for Mariah right. to come I out. I agree. That is sad. I get it. That's terrible. Mm. And that's her personal experience. I'm not going to deny that. And I'm not ready to jump on you for defending her at all. It, I think right. that this is one of those cases where uh, we are piling on. The feeding frenzy is in full uh, battle array right now. We're just dealing mm-hmm. with that. And I'm not sure I have heard enough definitive horrific behavior on the part of Ellen. Have I heard about uh, her staff yes. screwing up and but, making but even, some mistakes? But, but even, look, Mike, even that. If you've got a terrible, like, ho- like dick staff that just gets the job done and hey man, doesn't like staff. and doesn't like hug people and right. give you, and give everybody pats on the back, but they're still efficient, that's not the best. What's best for business or best for a company culture? But it's it's work. It's it's not supposed to be perfect or fun. I I just think that we certainly are getting now any possible negative thing. She's right. doing a bit which I would do. Uh, on a broadcast situation, I think you're pregnant. I think you're pregnant. And I, you know, Ellen doesn't know she's going to have a, a miscarriage. I think this is, we're really getting a lot of piling on. Now, look, I know that Ellen did some stuff uh, and was difficult to deal with and was rude in between. T- mm-hmm. Well, so was David Letterman. He didn't True. talk to his guests in between. I uh, And Johnny Carson got uh, digs thrown in. Sure. It's just on and on and on, almost like it's orchestrated. Yeah. Like somebody's behind it, but I don't yeah. know. Look, Anne I H. think uh, yeah. <laughs> Anne H. was the one doing it. It yeah. was all her Old fault. ex-girlfriend. Uh, you remember this show, uh, Rest- Reno 911? Very, very funny show. Yes, great show. And Claws is a good show. Niecy Nash is uh, on both shows. She got married over the weekend to a woman, and she knows you weren't expecting this because in a post on her Instagram story, she dropped the hashtag plot twist. (laughs) (laughs) Her new spouse is Jessica Betts, a musician who won the uh, reality competition show The Road to Stardom with Missy Elliott back in 2005. One of the people she beat was uh, Yellow Wolf and uh, Niecy's third marriage, by the way. Uh, the first to, to a woman. She just finalized her divorce from a guy named Jay Tucker back in March. Probably feeling pretty good about himself. Sure. Uh, she has three kids from her first <laughs> marriage. <laughs> That's it. That was politically incorrect, but I don't care. It's just like, you know, it would just, uh, you know, look, I, everybody. Oh, you, come, you, you come from a world of divorce. You understand it. Yes. I do. Yeah. I do. Plot I do. twist. It's just a plot twist. It would have hurt my feelings. Me. It would have hurt my feelings if, uh, you know, the, the, that the woman was me with me always went. But it, she could be bisexual. It doesn't say anything about her sexuality. That's true. It might have been she fun be, while, uh, while we will in the relationship. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she might be omnisexual. Yes. Or pansexual. Or pansexual. That's the better word for it. Yes. I like omni. It's everybody. <laughs> well, it's your uh, hotel. Anyway. <laughs> Legendary. It's omni Legend. Hey, this is a big story for our DC folks. John right. Thompson. Legendary yeah. uh, Georgetown coach. He died on Sunday. He was 78. Uh, this guy. Sad. I, uh, you know, came, I came into this town in the 80s. Uh, this was a legend. Georgetown's coach. Georgetown had an amazing record. He was one of the old school coaches. Took care of his players. He became the first African American head coach to win a major collegiate championship in basketball when he led the Hoyas to a national championship in 1984. Right after I got to town, he was the school's head coach from 1972 to 1999. John also won two championships as a player with the Boston Celtics in the mid 60s. But he was best known as a coach and his play. 
players included Patrick Ewing, Alonzo Mourning, Dikembe Mutombo, and Allen Iverson, mm. who uh, gave him credit for saving his life. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, John Thompson, a legendary coach for the uh, you know from an American University graduate who used to say, "What the hell's a Hoya? What the hell's a Hoya?" When we play Georgetown, but uh, yeah. safe travels, uh, John Thompson. According to research by Cars.com, sixty percent of Americans are planning to travel this weekend. That's almost twice as many as Memorial Day weekend. And uh, of the people traveling this weekend, 88% are planning to drive. Man, am I glad I got down here when I did. I knew it was the right call. Sure. A quarter of people going somewhere this weekend will go more than 100 miles, and half will be gone for the entire weekend. The most common place people are going is to visit family or friends. Just know that uh, things are still not perfect. So we should be aware of that. But if you're careful, wash your hands, wear a mask, do what you're supposed to do. Let's try to keep the numbers in Florida. Had our low, low number yesterday. What's that? Very, very good. good. Uh, Just a little over 1,000. When you think of that compared to where we were when it was 15,000, pretty good. Uh, The 10 hardest working states. Would you like to hear what they are? Yes. No, North Dakota is number one. Alaska, Wyoming, Texas, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Colorado, Virginia. Hey. Maryland, C, and Hawaii. Uh, according to the results, here are the 10 states with the most slackers. West Virginia, New Mexico, Rhode Island, Michigan, Ohio, Connecticut, New York, Oregon, Mississippi on every bad list. Everyone. Ever. ever. It's every, and Arizona. That's the slacker state. Overall, Americans work harder than people in most countries. An average of 1,779 hours a year. That's higher than Germany, France, the UK, Japan, Italy, Canada. Mexico works the most hours at 2,137 hours a year. That is, uh, I'm sorry, that's uh, a year. Yeah, okay. So that's 2,137 hours a year for Mexico, okay? That might blow some stereotypes out there for the bigots in our audience that like to talk about the Mexicans that come into the United Mm. States. Thank you very much. On a list, when they're on a list, please uh, pronounce it the way the locals do. Mazippi. 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 And now a little something, something. A 61-year-old in Oklahoma City named Christopher Sale uh, showed up at a Taco Bell drive-thru naked on Saturday. (laughs) 61. Oh, no. Ah. Oh, those... Those ridiculous 61-year-old old men. <laughs> They're such idiots. Uh, well, he claimed it was because all of his clothes were in the wash. Uh, they, end up, <laughs> they ended up filling his order and hoped he'd just leave. Then he asked for one more taco, so they gave him one, but he still didn't leave. After that, he asked for more hot sauce, then more napkins, and finally left. But then he came back through the drive-thru again and asked for more hot sauce. So the employees (laughs) called the cops. He told the police that all of his clothes were in the laundry. But he was hungry, so he jumped in the car anyway. He also claimed he didn't know it was illegal to drive naked. He was arrested, but it's not clear what charges he's facing. I just wonder how much hot sauce he was dripping on his tacos. That just sounded dirty. I'm sorry. Look at my tacos. There you are. I need need more hot sauce. Too much dripping. (laughs) 61. Good age. Uh, We'll take a break and uh, come back with the audio of Alton Rob Spiewak right here on the Michael Mara Show. 
Hey guys, it's Billy Bush for the Mike O'Mary Show Mailbag. Listen, if you want to contact the guys, all you have to do is send a nice little message or a letter to rob at mikeomerishow.com. It's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. PO Box 32101, Washington, D.C., 2007. Or be like me. Just send your message telepathically. I have that power. <laughs> I'm the golden boy. It's beautiful, boys. Hello, Billy. Sorry I ruined your career by getting on your silly little Access Hollywood bus. Thank you very much, Billy. Friends. I like him. Uh, anyway, Billy Bush, good guy. Welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show. I believe it was the subtly understated American attorney, Kimberly Guilfoyle, who once <laughs> said, at barely above a whisper, ladies and gentlemen, best is yet to come. <laughs> what did she mean? Was it a political statement? I say no. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I feel she was reminding us that there will be a TMOS bonus show this Friday. Lots of extra TMOS fun for you ladies uh, and for you gentlemen. I just hope you heard Kimberly. The best is yet to come. Sweet, quiet Kim. Isn't that right, Gene Wilder? What's the matter with you people? I was joking. Don't you know a joke when you hear one? Premier Pennies, you get this week's show, plus full unlimited access to every bonus episode of all time. Just click the banner at MikeOmeraShow.com, uh, and a subscription might just uh, cure your scurvy. Ooh. Scurvy. Arr. It's your passport to the Asport. I'm Mike O'Mara, and I guarantee it. And now back to Make Room for Daddy, the Danny Thomas Show, <laughs> already in progress. Isn't that right, Kimberly? The best yes. is yet to come. Thank you. Let's open up the uh, audio vault for September 1st. It's a Tuesday. Rob's P-Wag. Do you like when I write multimedia aspects into the spots like that? It's oh, fun. it's just a, it's a challenge. It's an intellectual challenge to read, and I've never seen it until I read it. That's, that's right. A, that's what I recommend, pros. I tell you what, <laughs> Netflix wants all the money. I know we just did a spot, essentially, for HBO Max, mm -hmm. but they're giving away, you know, the first, the first taste is free. Netflix is giving away free samples to get people to come aboard Netflix. Like, you can watch a couple episodes of Stranger Things, Ooh. The Bird Box is among it, uh, When They See Us, Love is Blind, Grace and Frankie, The Boss Baby, Back in Business. That's a sequel to that great movie, The Boss Baby 1. So I Netflix. Know both. <laughs> oh, your son's a big fan? No, I'm a father of a seven year old. I know The Boss Baby. Boss <laughs> Baby. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I think anyone that watches the first couple episodes of Stranger Things, this is good marketing. They will stay with it. Because although I thought that it wasn't as good as it proceeded, that beginning of Stranger Things was pretty dynamic. Mm -hmm. I think it'll make the, people sign the, You up. know, I was going to say this when you were talking uh, about uh, Class Action Park. Right. The best way for these streaming services, and this is exciting for all of us, this is uh, this is a meritocracy. Yeah. When you yep. talk about streaming services, you, you are really... The, the the supreme best way to get your streaming service uh, subscribers is to create something that everybody has to have mm -hmm. to yep. create a Tiger King. Then you just can't. And I think I'm I'm suspicious of the fact that I think your class action park may be a really big deal. I think it's going to be viral and people are going to be talking about it. I hope I'm, uh, I'm I, curious to see it. the next few days. I really am because right. mm -hmm. it was it was jaw dropping and there wasn't <laughs> it was funny. not a down moment. Just such a great subject matter. It really is. Mike, just Perfect. remember why they were bleeding when they came out of the water slide. Okay? <laughs> there uh, you go. Charlotte, North Carolina, there is a uh, there is a bar called Hoppin'. 
H-O-P-P-I-N, because, you know, beer is made from hops. And right. uh, what surprised me is there were so many people inside the bar, but that's fine, I guess, if that's your scene. The gimmick at Hoppin' is that you can serve your own beer. They have the taps Ooh. there, and you can pull and, and do your own service, which is okay. But, Mike, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> she was she was banned for life when she was drinking straight from the tap. And her friends are just encouraging her to do so. There so if you go, go to Hoppin', remember. She's not bring, going back anymore, right? No. <laughs> but still, just for fun, bring a wipe. Bring Hoppin. a wipe and check Hoppin' in Charlotte, yeah. North Carolina. Shoulder to shoulder, no mess. Hoppin'. <laughs> Hoppin'. <laughs> With yeah. the best beer. Well, you know that uh, they say that Charlotte, North Carolina is the craft brew capital of Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, by I'm the way, though, I believe Steve Ducey when he tells me it's not the COVID killing people. It's oh. all the underlying conditions that kill the people. Right, Steve? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You want to get your medical advice, get it from Steve Ducey. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> What a moron. How that how that feature reporter for a local station got to be a national voice in this country is beyond me. He is a he is a first class dink nad. Sorry. I don't know, Mike. If he can cover a butter shortage, I think he can cover national news. Unbelievable. <laughs> okay. yeah. Only four percent. That's right, it doesn't exist. That's all. That's all. Yeah, That's of course all. people that are sicker die. Doesn't change the fact over hundred and eighty thousand people have died. Deuce. I think Steve Ducey's a big one for putting his mouth on the tap. What's the root of um, of pre-existing conditions? The reality is that people don't. So let's say cancer, or for that matter, AIDS. You don't die of cancer. You you die of like something that the body, like pneumonia or something like along those lines. It weakens your body. body. You die of that. Mm. But this is this. Here's what makes me so angry about it, Oscar. This fits into the narrative that. It's not anything the government could have it's done. Like, it's a, it's like a thinning of the herd that it's our fault because it's we had, a thinning of the herd we because we're fat or concerns. we had diabetes yes. or, or we were or, eighty. Or we're, mi- we're a minority that's we're a minority. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's the whole attitude. Yeah. It's like they deserve, you know, and it's so horrific it's when you callous. think about it. It's it absolutely the most callous thing, but it's in support of their big mm-hmm. cult of personality god. It's not yep, his that's fault. All they they should have had about. a better diet. Unbelievable. Yep. I mean, it's so horrible. And, you know, there he is, national you know, national voice on this. Unbelievable. It really kills Well, me. speaking of the grand old party, Mike, I want you to know this. Kanye West says he is, and I love the fact that every now and then a story breaks that allows America to use the phrase cahoots. Because it's a good old-fashioned phrase. Sure. Kanye West is not in cahoots with the GOP. People mm. keep on saying, I think that y'all, you and Republicans... Are in cahoots. In cahoots. They pay, they saying that they paying you to to do what you're doing to be a distraction. Bro, can't nobody pay me. <laughs> you got more money than I Trump. I got more money than Trump. <laughs> he has more money than Trump, so they're not in cahoots. So don't think of him as a distraction. Hasn't he said the opposite in the past, though? He has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Funny about that, isn't it? Why would he wow. even bother? Go make your Adidas money. Yeah. Like, don't worry about this. Get into right. it next time. Let me and see. don't Let drink me, from I, the I, tap. Anyway, I've got an answer here in my book yeah. of answers. Let me see. Uh, oh, you have your book with you? Yeah. Uh, oh, I got the answer. He's nuts. There's that. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. Let's close with this. This was a TikTok video that I thought was very funny. A girl captured it from a chemistry class she was doing online. And this might come in handy for Michael. I know that he was uh, using music class, for example, to have a snack. If a teacher asks you a question and you don't have an answer, this girl just kept playing this sound effect. Oh, no, 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 no,
teacher thought she had connectivity issues and could not answer the question. That is messed so up. Like, that is messed Mr. up. Do you, do you know what note that is? Do you... Linda? Melanie? Melanie? I just thought, that's brilliant. <laughs> Cheating. Uh, and also, uh, Carrie said that there was a, uh, she saw that a student had changed their uh, Zoom name to reconnecting. So when the, <laughs> the screen went blank, it looked like they were just trying to come back. So that's your magic audio ball. Tricks so to beat virtual learning right here. Have a hey, good Tuesday. Hey, don't forget, Tuesday. everybody, we got ourselves another TMOS cocktail party this Friday yeah, night. Yeah. Hey, there's still a pandemic. We're still going to drink on camera. And uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us for another perfect episode of the Mike O'Mara Show. Also, our fruitcakes are for sale now. Do it, yes. do it, do it, do it. Get yourself some fruitcake fun. That hasn't changed. Your fruitcake, mouth-watering fruitcake, means everything is right with the world. And we're going to be sending to you, uh, you these wonderful fruitcakes during the holidays. You gonna love it. That's it. We got to get out of here for Rob Spiewak and Oscar Santana. Mike O'Mara saying so long, everybody. Bye bye. Ciao ciao. Before you go, please make a mental note. Today's show was made possible by the TMOS bonus packages. You can secure yours right now by going to MikeOmeraShow.com and clicking on the red bonus banner. Buy it or give it. Either way, you're helping out TMOS, and that's a good thing. Thank you, and go in peace. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. Good morning! What's the matter with you people? I was joking! Don't you know a joke when you hear one? Well, well, I don't get... I can't break the head cold, but... <laughs>